greetings, Popheads, and welcome to issue 18 of 3BZ Presents, the Popcast, a.k.a. the TomCast Popcast. Please follow the show at TomCast underscore Popcast on Twitter and at TomCast underscore Popcast on Instagram. We are back for another fun-filled night of pop culture shenanigans. And after all, this is the only podcast with the guts to say that Saving Private Ryan deserves the Oscar for Best Picture in 1998 over Shakespeare in Love, because who cares? <laughs> and that's right, I'm picking fights with movies that are 20 years old today, uh-huh, folks. Yes. Get ready. <laughs> Brave stands. <laughs> Joining me today, good friend, quasi-talented writer, <laughs> and co-host of the Ringing Ear podcast, Jeff Nail is back. Hi. Your show's back for a second season. It is, yeah. How'd that happen? I, search me. <laughs> Apparently people listen to it. I do. Well, yeah, I mean, there's you and there's at least a handful of other people. I'm never so. referenced on the show as a listener, but I know that I listen. Well, you got you got to engage with us on social media. Uh, you obviously. guys are too highfalutin for me. Please. <laughs> highfalutin. You know that my partner just made me review the, al- the first album by Boston? <laughs> yeah, real mm. highfalutin and timely. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, we have another special guest here. We do. The only woman with the intestinal fortitude to mm. live with you. God bless her. <laughs> God bless her. This is your lovely wife, Casey. She, she is. That, is. that is my wife. Say hi, hon. Hi. She's hi, also hon. movie aficionado, former editor and editor-in-chief of editing. <laughs> Not quite, but... Assistant editor, right? <laughs> second assistant. I yeah, barely yeah. got myself there, yeah. Still, though. Post-production. She's, she's got more expertise in Hollywood than we do peck together, I yeah, think. Exactly. So, yeah. No, that's, that's why you guys are here. Uh, in case that wasn't a big enough clue, tonight we are here to preview the biggest night of self-congratulations that the biggest stars in Hollywood can throw for themselves. <laughs> that's right, the 91st Academy Awards are coming up. That's 91st? Jeez. Yeah. yeah, Sunday, February 24th. So, uh, you know, get your get your DVRs ready so you can fast forward through all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. So the good news is these two movie nerds sitting next to me already know all the winners. <laughs> so everybody... <laughs> Take notes, place your bets, and let the cash come in. We do have pretty good batting averages, I'll say that. And I have at least one lock, and so does my wife. I have a lock, and I think my lock's better than your lock, honestly. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) So put money on them, folks. Yeah. Before we dive into the the, the big Oscar talk, all the the awards, all the movies, just general disclaimer. Mm. Well, actually, I'll tell you what, I'm going to get into that later. Let's catch up with you first, Mr. Jeff. Okay. And uh, highlight what is, what's coming up in season two of The Ringing Ear. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, the thing I think I'm looking forward to most is fulfilling listener uh, topics. Someone on Instagram just recently said, we should do sad music to make you feel st- even sadder when you're feeling sad. I can't wait to dive into that. Uh, we have a new episode coming out next week that is our favorite TV themes. Mm. Uh, the, I mean, the whole season is just full of fun stuff. I'm trying to figure out... I was just working on this today. You guys are all charted out. Well, trying to be. Oh, we're going to have a profanity episode. And uh, I think soon we're going to be recording an episode with uh, a couple guys from The Hard Times. Do you, are you familiar with The Hard Times? I am not. It's sort of like the punk rock onion. Uh, oh, okay. Very funny guy. And and they, they just put out a call. We'll do your podcast. And it sounds like they're going to do ours. We're going to do a punk episode with them. Cool. Are they coming over here? No, we're going to record it remotely. And I got a couple of interviews coming up, so yeah. Are they? I was going to ask, are they in San Diego? Or no, no. They're, just, you're going to do it like over the internet. Well, I mean, my partner and I do it remotely, so right. yeah, that's the idea. I think we're going to do sort of. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to know how, it's it's my partner and I have each other in our ear, right? In, in, in our respective ears on the phone, and we record our vocal tracks separately. So we're just going to do that times three. Times three. Yeah, another. Okay. So Fun. yeah, that's the plan. 
Um, and you get to link all that together and synchronize it and make it work. You know, I, I really thought that editing would get easier, and it's actually the opposite. Because even if you get better at it, you spend even more time doing it. Is this? Do you, do you think this is fair, hon? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, There's a reason why movies don't come out until a year yeah. plus after they stop filming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'll be hacking away at our tracks, trying to make us sound comprehensible all year long. Oh, good times. So, yeah. And the listenership's growing. People are bugging you guys on the social media. Little by little, yeah. yeah. It, it started off with just dudes we knew. <laughs> and now, and now we dudes have... Dudes we don't. Yep. <laughs> and uh, now it's like, well, a couple... Yeah, it, as a matter of fact, it is mostly dudes, I'm afraid to say. Uh, my wife is a very faithful listener, though. I'm, I'm, she should really engage more often. She's got some good ideas. She actually gave me my number, my, my number two pick on the latest episode. We did songs about traveling. And she chimed in with something I probably would have come across anyway. It's one of my favorites of all time. But still, she, she, when she chimes in, it's a help. I feel like I pissed you an episode, too. And I, I'm still waiting. Do you remember what? I believe it was uh, Songs About Satan. Oh. Oh. You are right. We actually had that on last season's list, and it probably got neglected. I think we did, uh, we were going to do that in October, and we ran out of time. Yeah, you did, yeah. You did something cool for Halloween. It was so good. It was yes. like, like murders did, or something like we that. We did the whole month, Frighteners and Murders and the music of Stephen King. Yeah, and, yeah, but you left Satan out. We did leave Satan out, but we always have this October, I suppose. So That's, that's what season two is for. Get around to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, my big selling point on the season is some, someone will bring it up and go, it's shorter now. <laughs> <laughs> Because when we first started, it was like, oh, God, this is, we talk a lot. But now we're down to about an hour. It was funny. Um, on I did an episode right before Christmas of this podcast, and I referenced, referenced your holiday list. I think you actually sent it over to me, and I, I, I read it on the on the show. Our holiday <laughs> list of songs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you did? Okay. I did, I did yours. I didn't, I didn't do Joby's. <laughs> <laughs> but your list got quite the reaction from a few people that I talked to. How so? Because yours is just kind of, it's kind of like obscure. Oh. To, you know. Well, all right. I'm trying to remember I what. Can't remember what you oh, had. backdoor Santa probably a little obscure. Backdoor yeah. Santa was on there, but <laughs> yeah. like, like, yeah. uh, you had like the guy who used to be the singer for uh, Soul Coughing. Soul Coughing. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You know, it's like some yeah. some more eclectic choices. I, yeah, and I, that's Mike Doty. He's a great guy. I met him actually. Is it's yeah, and I love that record. And I, my 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 co-host is a big fan of Christmas, and so am I. But he's you're right. He's definitely the more traditional sort. Yeah, and I'm. I like. I, I, I picked up on that. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. <laughs> All right, Casey, you got anything fun you want to share with us? Uh. Brewing up a baby. That's about all I'm doing these days. You're busy. Days. You're making life. Yeah. Yeah, we got Keeping gotta... one alive, feeding the big one, and brewing this one. Yeah. Why don't you tell them about your bona fides, hun? Because there's a reason you're, you're really sitting in on the whole episode. Um, well, I used to work uh, in post production um, in LA. So I um, was an assistant on fantastic movies like The Covenant and Underworld Evolution. <laughs> and but she worked with Sebastian Stan. There's a- that. Adjacent to Sebastian uh, yes, Stan. Yeah. Yes, I did. You met the man. He came through the office one day. Yeah, I don't <laughs> that's know. More than we could say. Really meeting, but. Is his arm really made of metal? <laughs> it was so shiny. Oh my God, that's so cool. <laughs> um, yeah, some, you know. Movie called Vantage Point. Just nothing that really. Vantage Point, uh, that rings a bell. It was like an ensemble movie. It's Force Whitaker, a right? Bombing in. Yeah. Forrest Whitaker. Will, mm, was William Hurt in that? 
Was that like Dennis Quaid or something? Was like the president? Dennis Quaid. And it's like, like camcorder Quaid. found footage, I think. Something, something like that was part some of it. Some of it was. Some yeah. of it was like TV. The Sigourney Weaver was in it. Uh, I mean, there's so many. It was... It was an interesting movie. We came in... Um, actually, the, the best thing about that was I got to work with a really, really amazing editor named Stuart Baird. Um, Stuart Baird, uh, he directed Star Trek movies. Did or at least a Star Trek movie. He did. He did after that. One of, one right. of the next-gen movies. It's, ni- it's nice when I ever hear Casey talk about a good experience in Hollywood. I go, well, I'm glad you had those, too. I've heard some yeah. of the bad ones, so... Yeah, a lot of douchebags. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, surprise, surprise! Yeah. yeah. Well, two things, though, Case. Uh, first thing is, she's been around movies for quite a while, mm-hmm. and then I was going to bring up... What was I going to bring up? Shit. There was something. Uh... Well, hell. Anyway. Well, I can say, I could say, having known you guys for a while now, I mean, when you first started dating Casey, which seems like forever ago now, which I did, but it probably isn't that together seven, seven years, years now, yeah. But uh, I think that was one of the first things you told me about her. It was like, oh my gosh, she knows so many movies. She knows all these yeah. things about movies. Like, <laughs> like, I feel like it was something you guys connected with really quickly. I think, we, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. that was our courting. We, we met January, late January 2012. I think uh, the nominations had just come out like, maybe that week. Like that week. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, we we went and saw the, well, we saw The Help first, mm-hmm. which was up for Best Picture that year. We saw The Artist. And I think we actually did skip a few that year. Like yeah. Incredibly Close or whatever loud, that and, one. Uh, and uh, and, and the horse What's one. What's the horse? War Horse. War Horse. Yeah. <laughs> but but we, we tried to see as many as we can, and we've done that every year. And the only year we really dropped the ball was the first one and last year because we had a newborn. We didn't drop it. Oh, no, maybe the year before. I think we've... I don't we think... We saw them all? I'm pretty sure we saw them all. Well, she's right about almost everything, so I'll go with that. We may have, yeah. Now I can't remember. I, f- I feel like we we thought we were gonna really mess up last year. Mess up. <laughs> <laughs> what will they do with you? Can't yeah, won't yeah. know what we think. Um, but I think we actually got it done. Um, oh, I think I missed one and you missed one. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, we yeah. had I had. He's not at the time where nine-year-old Sam watched The Darkest Hour with me oh the day of Oscars last uh-huh. year. Which was a good movie, if you ask me. And now he yeah. wants to be Winston Churchill. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, drunk and <laughs> large. Nine-year-old's yeah. uh, fantasy. He watched The Dream Book with us this year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I wasn't sure he was going to make it through, but he did. He's yeah. 10 now, so, yeah. Yeah, our, maybe the courting thing is what I was going to bring up, was that, um, that we've just always kind of done this. And we're not really... I mean, I think my wife's a little guilty of, of Hollywood gossip and stuff, but we're not really taken in by the glamour of it. I, just this, I, I think we just love movies, mm-hmm. just stories, period. I don't really care what kind they are. I just like celebrating them, really. And I yeah. think. And it's just fun. I think it's fun every year to get into November and just guess what's going to be nominated right. and kind of anticipate it. And. It, yeah, See what the Golden of, Globes do, which is always interesting. Yeah. So, well, not completely, but yeah. sometimes. And I'm sure some of it is wrapped up in our relationship, where it was like, yeah. I remember being so sad after the Oscars uh, that first year because we had this thing that we were doing, and it, you know, we we had all these dates to go see the movies, and then it was over, and it. It felt like, oh, you know, are we? We're, we're still going to hang out, right? Like this, is, this isn't just our only thing. No, you just had to go watch like Jim Carrey movies and stuff like that in between <laughs> yeah. Oscar seasons. Well, then Marvel stepped in. And really <laughs> they filled the void. Yeah, actually, us. I was just going to make a joke about. Good thing we had sex, but that's actually a better point. Is Avengers came out that 
April, oh, I think. Oh, it did. And so, yeah. and then Cabin in the Woods, and so we had a good a good Joss Whedon streak there. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, stuff like that. And you know what's funny? I I've been friends with you for fifteen years or more now. God, yeah. And I was yeah. never a Marvel guy. I remember going to see Thor and calling you, and being like, "What the fuck are you doing to me?" <laughs> uh, but my wife actually, Casey, has been more of a, a comic book influence on me than even you, because we this is a fucking Marvel household. Oh yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys have a have a young son. I mean, it's. I don't know if that matters. <laughs> Too much? No, it probably wouldn't have, but it, it also, is more fun with Yeah, it is. <laughs> it also helps that Paul Rudd is part of it, and I know you guys love oh, him so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. We both have Chris massive crushes on him. has come out as, like, in my opinion, one of the funniest actors out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. Oh, I enjoy Thor so much more. I mean, Ragnarok notwithstanding, but, like, seeing him in Ghostbusters yeah. was, like, Eye-opening. One of the best parts. He was definitely the best part of the the recent. Which sounds sexist, but it's still true. All right, Jeff, straighten your bow tie. Let's do this. Okay, got it. (laughs) Let's dive into Academy Awards season. (laughs) I don't. Red red carpet ready. I was going to say, is this even a subject you're comfortable with? That brings me to my disclaimer. Okay. Oh yeah. I've barely seen any of these movies. Just going to say, you guys are teaching me. Okay. Telling me what to go see. Call yes, it we have a slight disclaimer ourselves, though. Yeah. Um, because we do have one more week before the Oscars. Uh, we were jamming them in, but we did not watch all of Roma yet. Okay. Otherwise, but we've seen all the. We've seen but all it is on Netflix, so you can watch it at your leisure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's it's a little boring. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And Jeffy doesn't like to read the his movies. Is sitting out there. That's why we're. <laughs> he's. We're right there at the tip of our tongue. We're nesting right now, so we're sure. rewatching The Office and just yeah. ordering in a lot of time at the time. So yeah. that's where we're at right now. Uh, I think one that. of us will finish Roma, though. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, we usually just do the best pictures. We don't really, we've never really extended ourselves to see all the big stuff. Well, typically that that covers the majority of the categories. Anyway, yeah. I mean, over half. There's, there's, a, there's a cascade yeah. effect for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Uh, what I was going to say too before we got sidetracked with our Ghostbusters chat <laughs> was uh, one of the reasons why I, I I don't watch the Oscars, but I will will kind of keep tabs as it's going through. Like uh-huh. I, I, I kind of like being on Twitter that night or just hitting refresh on a website to kind of see what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because like uh, for some reason I'm fascinated by the disconnect that the Academy has with the general audiences out there. Uh-huh. Like oh they love this, but everyone else that I know fucking hates it, and that well, kind of yeah. interests me. I mean, I like all the movies, most of the movies that the, that the Oscars nominate, uh, but there have been a number of years where it's like, yeah, like, there's been some really good movies out this year, and you guys aren't even thinking of them. Right. So I or, will give you that. I, I feel like a lot of times, and like, I'm not trying to be one of those guys who's like, no, they need to include like the, the popular movies. The populist, films. yeah. <laughs> they don't need to do that at all. But I'm just, there are popular movies that are, that are still very, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't, just because they made $11 billion doesn't exclude it from being Academy worthy, in my opinion. Yeah. But it does. It, it, it relegates it to visual effects a lot of the time. Which I think is unfortunate. Which, which yeah. especially talking about Marvel stuff. Yeah. Those characters are fabulously written. The dialogue is so, so good. Now, we'll, uh, we'll get a chance to dive into that. Okay. Um, but I did want to put that out there. That's kind of like my interest in the show because I, I don't get to ha- I don't have the at the moment I don't have the luxury of, of being able to watch all the films well and also you're not an elitist and you probably have some disdain for elitism <laughs> is that part of it as well I'm a man of the people yeah 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 <laughs> I, I don't know how we get through that because it's not like we watch the red carpet shit I don't think mm-hmm. we really care mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. Ellen takes a selfie although it, you know sometimes the host matters this year it won't yeah. well uh, but you know it's the movies that's what that's what we're focused on and it's, it's always interesting but I, I am always interested especially when it comes to what they got wrong 
when it's obvious. They mm-hmm. like you miss this I f- really bad. I feel like it's 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 so often that way that when something that we really like or someone we really like wins, it's like wow. Okay, the year is this is yeah. done. That's I that's feel, all I, feel I care the same about. Way. You know, like Christopher Waltz won or Kristoff. Um, Oh yeah, Christoph Waltz. <laughs> or or when um, he doesn't get the rest of those letters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's German. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, or when uh, uh, the the po- newspaper. The the Post. <laughs> no. Oh 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 um, yeah yeah yeah. What was that called? The uh, room, the spotlight. 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 The spotlight one. That, that was, was glorious. That was a great movie. That was a fantastic yeah. movie. Sometimes it works out, one. but and then sometimes you just have to be happy with that nomination. A couple years ago, hands down, our favorite movie was uh, Hell or High Water. Yeah. And that was nominated, but didn't even get close to yeah. being, mm-hmm. you know considered really. Well, I, th- I think that's why I kind of fell out because I, I used to watch this pretty religiously, like through my twenties, um, and then I just got frustrated. Because uh, yeah. I didn't understand why certain movies are winning. I was like, I don't get this. I feel like some some years like, there, there's an obvious winner, but they go out of their way to make sure the obvious winner doesn't get it. Well, I like this. I don't know if that's always true, though, because like you take a year like, what was it, 98, when Titanic won everything? Another year, somebody I, else should have won. I would absolutely skip. I'll take this year, even though it's a relatively weak year for movies. Mm-hmm. I'll take a year like this over that year any any day. What did, what did Titanic screw out of an Academy Award? It was something really good. Like a best picture? Yeah, for best picture. In 98? I don't know. Oh, 98 would have been the Shakespeare in Love year, so it was must have been 97. 90, 97. Yeah, I think it was 97. 99 was American Beauty. I know that, which was... 97. Titanic 1, as good as it gets, the full Monty, Goodwill Hunting, L.A. Confidential. L.A. Confidential. Honestly... Three or four movies there that probably were better than Titanic. Certainly, yeah. I think. I think, in my opinion, *Ellie Confidential* was the hands down winner that year. I'm, I, I'm I'm reading that right now. That is an exceptional read and an exceptional yeah, movie. That was yeah. a great movie. I can't believe *The Full Monty* was nominated. Nominated. She that. loves *The Full Monty*. Oh, yeah. it's such a great movie. <laughs> yeah, James Cameron. I mean, for, it shouldn't. You know, yeah, *Ellie Confidential* should have won, but just that it was. It's an honor to be nominated. I, right? I, you know, it's funny that you brought up Titanic because I remember now that year. I was, and I remember being very upset, rolling your eyes. That right? Titanic yeah. kept like just raking in awards. I'm like, this movie's not that good. Mm-hmm. There no. was room on the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. James Cameron typically doesn't make good movies. I'm yeah. like, he made How The Abyss you. and he made Terminator and Aliens and Terminator Two, I guess. What? Else? Oh, and Aliens. So he's made what four good movies? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Did you see Avatar? Oh. I, yeah, that one there. big too, and absolutely did not deserve to win. I did. I still haven't seen that. Jack, well, you're not missing anything. No, just wait till two and three come out. Yeah, we'll not be seeing that. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be four hours long. Don't worry. They they called the thing that they were trying to get on an alien planet mining for the thing they were mining for unobtainium. That's just good writing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, let's dive into this year though. Yeah. I wanted to bring up production design just because uh, Black Panther's in there. <laughs> so hopefully uh, Black Panther wins that one. Find it. It's over here. On the right? Yeah. I think that Black Panther was stunning. Visually mm-hmm. stunning with the both costumes and set design. I don't think, as I just said, I think it's an honor to be nominated for Black Panther. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be... 
uh, passed on. This is this is why thing is not made. It's so. it's up against Roma, Mary Poppins Returns, First Man, and The Favorite. This I think, suspect The Favorite's going to get I this. I think The Favorite's going to get this. This is why it's, it's a, a mistake. piece, it's costumes, it's it's all that stuff. This is why it's a mistake to relegate these big movies to, no offense, but the lesser categories mm-hmm. because. Yeah, a period piece uh, in, in early 18th century Britain uh, is always going to win yeah. the, the design or whatever it is, the makeup, you know. I also kind of have a, you know, I, I feel like the awards always sort of even, unless it's a crazy year like Titanic, but mm-hmm. usually they sort of even themselves out. They where, do, yeah. Well, we're not going to give it to this movie, but we'll give them this and this and this, or this is going to win here. And, and so for me, I feel like the favorite... Um, is is sort of the default for a lot of these. Yeah, because it's not going to clean up in the in the big categories. I think mm-hmm. maybe in the best actress, but probably not. Dude, I yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. I'll talk okay. to you my theories there. Um, let's okay. Next on my list, I have original song, in which we have all the stars from Black Panther, All Fight from RBG, the place where lost things go from Mary Poppins Returns, Shallow from A Star Is Born. When a cowboy trades his spurs for wings, the ballad of Buster Scruggs. Did you see that? Buster I haven't. My dad actually has been trying to get me to watch it. It's and it's I fun. I just don't it have is. time. Yeah, I, I want to see it. It's long. It yeah. is long. The, the the Tom Waits. It, it's a bunch of vignettes. I think the Tom mm-hmm. Waits one is my favorite. Uh, but the song is from the first one with uh, Tim Blake Nelson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is really weird. I can't believe it got nominated. Yeah. It's such yeah. a random. But I mean, there's only one winner in terms of uh, music this year. Yeah. I unfortunately agree with you because I think you're going to say what I think you're going to say. Go ahead. The and Star say. Is Born. Yeah. 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 yeah for Especially sure. that song. Yeah. Yeah. We, we just watched this. Yeah, and we both realized even without having seen the movie, mm-hmm. uh, we already knew that song. Oh, at the okay. Time we had watched it, it had been. I guess played on clips and Melissa Via Senora on SNL singing it, and it's it's already so common that I thought it was an old Lady Gaga song, and I realized, <laughs> oh God, this is this is the one everybody's talking about. Okay, okay. so yeah, it's uh, I mean, again, I, I'm I have one horse in this race, and it's Black Panther. And I think I think all the stars in the Black Panther soundtrack in general is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kendrick, who is I'm I wouldn't say I'm a fan of, but I know talent. <laughs> at least, yeah. yeah. Talented guy, and he crushes that soundtrack. It's a fantastic soundtrack. But have you heard it? I yeah. Mean, on purpose. Besides, oh, I, I own it. Incidentally, have you heard it anywhere? I don't listen to the radio enough to know I've heard it anywhere. <laughs> like you're going to see a Star Is Born everywhere, and, and that it's always that that's the one that wins. Is well, the one yeah, but I also saw a Star Was Born 20 years ago, the last time they made it. So I mean, I'm not that. I was not that concerned about it. Can I say something about Star Is Born before we go? Because we're going to touch on this again, but we I guess gonna, we'll say it. Yeah. Did you guys already talk about Bradley Cooper's performance? No, we haven't gotten there yet. Should we wait? We might as well wait. Okay, we'll wait then. Yeah. All right, next on my list, I have original screenplay, which is uh, The Favorite. I don't know if I'm going to read their names or not. (laughs) No, go ahead. Yeah, I think. Go ahead. Okay. We'll give them, uh, you're right, we should give them love. Well, at least mention what, so Probably people so see people the can spectrum. Understand, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we have, uh, for original screenplay, we have The Favorite, written by uh, Deborah Davis and Tony McNamara. First Reform. First Reformed by never, Paul Schrader. I've never heard of that one. <laughs> I think that's the, if I remember correctly, that's the movie about, about priests touching boys. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's with um, Gattaca guy. Yes, uh, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, yeah. I still think okay. Gattaca with him. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, Green Book uh, from Nick, I'm going to say his name wrong, Valonga, Valonga? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Brian Curry. Valonga. And uh, Peter Fairley, of all people. Yeah. 
that Peter Fairley. You know who I'm talking about. I didn't realize that Vallelongo wrote it. Me wrote either. It. Yeah, until you, I'm glad you. At first, I was like, oh, he shouldn't read the names, and I'm like, oh, I'm glad you read that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Roma from from uh, Alfonso Cuarón, mm-hmm. and Vice from Adam McKay. Adam McKay, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, what's your pick, hon? Is it, what's well, are you first off? Are you picking what you're picking? What's going? What you think's going to win? I'm I'm playing our game already. I'm picking. Yeah, not what I would pick, but okay. but what I think is going to win. I think we've picked the same thing. Do you? Mm-hmm. The favorite. Yeah, the favorite. Yeah, Ooh. another one that I think will default to them. Mm-hmm. I think my, I would rather see Green Book or Vice get it. Uh, Adam McKay's movie has been grossly underrated. It's yeah, exceptional. I do not understand the the blowback on that Me movie. I thought. I really thought that was a clever, well-done movie. It was. Um, but it's good, probably going to be the favorite. I, I'm with my wife on this, where it's, it, it's they're, they're not probably not going to vote for the big ones, so they're going to get a whole bunch of the little ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. And then there's adapted screenplay we could talk about in the same breath. Yes, I'm making sure I'm on the right... There, okay, I'm ready. All right, for adapted screenplay, you have The Ballad of Buster Scruggs from Joel and Ethan Cohen. Black Klansman from uh, Charlie Watchell, David Rabinovitz, Kevin Wilmot, and Spike Lee. Can you ever forgive me? Nicole Holof... Oh, fuck me. Holofencer. <laughs> funny name. And Jeff Witte. Uh, if Bill Street Could Talk from Barry Jenkins. A Star is Born from Eric Roth, Bradley Cooper, and Will Fetters. And what do you guys... Are, are you... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, this is a hard one for me. Do you know these all those movies, Tom? I know them, but again, movies I've not watched. Uh, if I were to rank which ones I'm most interested in seeing, it's uh, Buster Scruggs, Black Klansman, and Beale Street. This is a really tough category. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the momentum is going with The Star is Born. That's, yeah. But I have Black Klansman. I, I was, yeah, like this is where they might throw Spike Lee a, yeah. uh, a little bone, but I, I have A Star is Born taking it. The screenplay awards are where Quentin Tarantino lives because they never give him anything yeah. beyond that usually. Right, but and I think that's where Spike terrible. Lee probably is going to live that's for exactly a while. Exactly what I was thinking of, but then I I thought um, there's Bradley Cooper too. So and if Beale he Street did get his his nomination for directing, mm-hmm. so maybe they'll give it to him here. Yeah, did you know they snubbed him on directing *Stars Born*? Did they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we, is we can fine. talk about we can talk about snubs too at, at a certain point. That's the only one really. Yeah. As far as I can tell, right? Yeah, I, f- I feel like there was one other acting that was surprising, but yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think there were major, major snubs this year. Well, uh, I should say I checked some on some of these categories. I'll check Vegas odds, mm-hmm. and actually, Black Klansman is is a safeish bet. I, well, I think I think what you guys said is is, pre, is pretty accurate from the things that I've read and, and, and heard as well, and it seems like. This will be the one where they, yeah, Spike Lee's going to get awarded for basically like a Lifetime Achievement Award yeah. in this yeah. film. Yeah. Which is good yeah. for him. I mean, the guy's made a, a ton of yeah. influential films. I actually, go ahead. Uh, you're probably going to say this. I think there's going to be a couple Lifetime Achievement Awards I think so too. happening. <laughs> on when Sunday. we get to, let's talk when we get to supporting. Didn't you feel like that, uh, what was it, two years ago when, when uh, DiCaprio finally got his Best Actor Award? Uh-huh. And it was like, <laughs> for all you've done before, yeah. you for the one where the bear tries to have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that movie was well done, um, but yeah, I, I don't think, I've never thought DiCaprio was a very good actor. Like, it was like, Gilbert Grape, amazing, and everything, everything since then has been like, yep, that's Leonardo DiCaprio reading his lines. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah, same deal, though, you're right. <laughs> And you mentioned Pulp Fiction, which I should mention is another movie that got screwed over for Best Picture of the Year. 
in like what ninety four? Ninety four, I think. Who yeah. won that year? I want to say it was like the. It was Schindler's List. Was it Sch- I think it was Schindler's List. No, it wasn't Schindler's List. That deserves to be an Academy Award winner. I think it was. That that mm. maybe it was ninety three Schindler's List. I feel like Schindler's List ninety three maybe. Case yeah. maybe the year before. I think Tom's right. I think something else. Something like like S- that no one watches now is the best picture for that year. What I feel like that been? was a really I strong year. Oh, oh, it was Forrest Gump. Oh. Oh, you're right. That's what it was. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's a harder call. Oh, I <laughs> no, don't think so. No. That movie. Pulp Fiction is a way better not movie. Pulp oh, no, no, no. I agree, but I understand why Forrest Gump wins. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Same reason Titanic wins, I guess, right? It's a crowd pleaser. People like it. And, yeah, and Tom Hanks. And he was on a roll. That was his back-to-back yeah. year. Yeah, coming off of Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. All right, next on my list, I have visual effects. And again, I, I put this in there just because this is the most genre-heavy category. Yeah. Uh, we have Avengers Infinity War. Uh, Dan DeLu, Kelly Port, Russell Earl, and Dan Sudik. Then you have the Christopher Robin movie from Disney with uh, Christopher Lawrence, Michael Ames, Theo Jones, and Chris Corbold. First Man with Paul Lambert, Ian Hunter, Tristan Miles, and J.D. Schwalm. Ready Player One. Roger Gouillet, Grady Kofer, Matthew E. Butler, and David Shirk. And then Solo, A Star Wars Story. Rob Berdow, P, uh, Patrick Tubak, Neil Scanlon, and Dominic Tui. Well, I can tell you what's not going to win. <laughs> Solo will not be taking that. Okay. Uh, Hollywood, uh, for all their, all their, you know, what am I trying to say? All of their pride, they they still will punish you for not making money when you should have. <laughs> so I, I I mean, case I think we're probably on the same page here, right? I actually was just rethinking what I had selected. Um, Ready Player One. People like Spielberg. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. 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 I was. I mean, this is actually one category. I'm like, oh, I just love Avengers. I just want it to win something. Mm-hmm, yeah. But when I'm looking at the list, uh, yeah, it's Spielberg's only little piece this year and I maybe hmm. also first man is a dark horse uh, a movie that no one went to see really but but you know screeners are I'm sure they push that hard and early mm-hmm. Pardon a cu- me. yeah a, cu- a couple of, a couple of film podcasts I listen to are just flabbergasted that this movie just seems yeah. to have totally gone under the radar that yes. yeah I when it came out it really seemed like it was gonna be a front runner for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah movie actor actress or sporting actress mm-hmm. directing yeah, and it just and all disappeared. Those, all those Academy voters have those screeners just sitting there. So. And just for the just for the record, if anyone doesn't know what First Man is, that's the um, um, oh goddamn not. I forget remember. who's in it. It's it's Gosling. it's Gosling. Oh, but he's playing. Um, he's playing not Neil? Buzz Aldrin. It's Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, First Man on the Moon. Yeah. It's that whole that this that story. So I'm picking Avengers. This is sort of one of those where I'm not really doing the number. I just hope it wins. Yeah. 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 It's it's kind of a toss-up, though, between the three, I think. Mm-hmm. Christopher Robin's certainly not going to get it, though, and, and Solo's certainly Solo's not going to get it. I don't yeah. know. You guys haven't even seen Christopher Robin. No. Nope. Uh, bingo. Yeah, <laughs> neither has the Academy, probably. You will, hey, that movie will make you believe that 3D animated, computer-animated teddy bears yeah. will make you cry. Oh, I have no doubt. Like, for instance, Whoa. one of the best movies ever made this year, ever made, one of the best movies, hands down, this year was Paddington 2. Yeah. No love yeah. for that movie. Yeah. So. Oh, which is, I mean, it should be in the best picture category. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Those two movies are masterpieces. Were you aware of how good they are? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm not, I'm not surprised. I have seen the first Patty and I've not seen two, but I'm not surprised. I mean Patty's and one's pretty excellent. It's two is better than one, and that is so rare that a sequel is better and it is has just as much heart, just as much humor, and it's And it's, it's way better even. than the Incredibles. Yeah. <laughs> For instance. Oh, we'll yeah. get there, we'll get there. <laughs> well, I I, I I like Avengers to win this too. Um, I do have a soft spot in my heart for Christopher Robin. I think Ready Player One is nostalgia porn, and I'm not that interested in seeing it win an award. I like visually, I want to watch yeah. it, but uh, the only reason to pick that is is that you're betting on uh, Academy voters to be lazy mm-hmm. and saying, "Well, Spielberg." Right. Yeah. yeah. That's all. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love the '80s. I'm from them. Uh, but <laughs> I found that movie tedious, and I'm from the '80s as well. So yeah. 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 Did you read the book by any chance? Oh, Tried. Like my wife <laughs> I read it. The book. Yeah, I read it all. I read it all too. It's it's total popcorn. I mean. Yeah, it's just it's just what can I reference? What can I reference? Right. Like, well, no... I mean, just beyond that, it's poorly written. <laughs> That's yeah. all. It, it you know it's it's like all sci-fi things. It it's popular somehow, and it gives a bad name to sci-fi writers. Yet he has more money than all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, I had on my list is cinematography. Yeah, um, which is Cold War from uh, by the cinematography by Z- uh, Lucas Zal, the favorite Robbie Ryan, Never Look Away, Caleb Deschanel, Roma from uh, Alfonso Cuarón, and A Star Is Born, Matthew Libatique. Cohen Wait, Cuarón is a nominee for cinematography. I guess looks like he what? shot it himself. Wow, it's Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah, wow. Alfonso Cuarón. He's his own cinematographer. That. Big huh. man. Jeez. That's impressive. <laughs> hey, man, he went more than Netflix money going in his pocket. Well, that's the yeah. one I have picked. I have Roma, even though it's a black and white. I I have the favorite. I there want were, the favorite to win. It's way more interesting. It had some really interesting stuff going on. In some there. shots that were yeah. pretty, yeah. I mean, we were, and it wasn't like it was just here and there. It was throughout the movie mm-hmm. where there was a lot of interesting, you know, lens changes and mm-hmm. fisheye stuff when they didn't need it, yeah. you know, and it, it yeah. was, it was, I hope it wins. Yeah. I really do. I mean, I, I didn't really enjoy the movie that much, but I think in, in this case it does deserve. Uh, yeah. Although <laughs> this is a category where. We've only seen two out of the five. Yeah. Um, you know. I still say Roma or the favorite is a pretty safe bet I either think way. So too. It's probably even money, you know. Let's do animated feature now. So we have Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, Mirai? Am I saying that right? Mm, I don't know. Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Do you want to know who should win or who's going to win? Both. Oh. Oh, are we split on this? I think so. What have you got there, Neil? I think uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is going to take it. I want that to win, but I think Incredibles made made more money, and there and Hollywood tends to reward that, whether you like it or not. I'm I'm taking your wife's side. Yeah. Oh I think, no, I, I hope I she's think right. The, <laughs> the hype and the so many people, it just came out so close to the nominations. Mm-hmm. I think if it had come out sooner, it actually might have made a push for some more some bigger nods. Actually, all I'm saying is Pixar. I, I understand. I mean, yeah. I th- that, that's not to be discounted. I, I, I would, I would agree with you on that. But I th- and I'm hedging. That's a safe bet. It's not. I, you know, I don't think that's definitely going to happen. I just think it's likely. To me, Spider-Man, and I, I've said it before on on this podcast. I mean, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is not just a good animated film. It no. is a good movie. Period. Absolutely. Uh, it doesn't yeah. matter that it's a cartoon. We almost went and saw that again the other night. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I actually think they won a BAFTA. Also, I'm oh. not positive, okay. but they've—I've seen Chris Miller on Twitter talking about, "Oh, we just won this, and we won this, and nice." So it would be nice to see 
Chris Miller and Phil Lord in the same room winning as Ron Howard loses. Yes, it would. What's Ron Howard even going to be there for? For uh, Solo. For, for His name's not on that list. Well, oh, it's not? <laughs> no. It's not, of course, it's visual yeah, effects. No. Yeah. Well, still. Well, on this podcast, if Spider-Man doesn't win, uh, we're rioting. So <laughs> get ready. We'll get up. Yeah, we're. I think we'll sign off on that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, let's do uh, let's do supporting. And okay. We'll, we'll start with the with the actors first. All right. This is uh, this is my lock. All right. You have Mahersha Ali for Green Book. Mm-hmm. Adam Driver for Black Klansman. Sam Elliott for Star Is Born. Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Sam Rockwell for Vice. Is this your upset, Dexter? Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> Can I guess? Sure. You have you have Sam Rockwell. No, I do not. Who do you have? I think. A little backdoor um, uh, legacy mm-hmm. award where there's Sam Elliott, who has been acting forever, mm-hmm. but Richard E. Grant has been acting quietly in the background for mm-hmm. a long ass time, too. I think there's a chance he may sneak that one away. I've got Sam Elliott. It's a lifetime achievement. He's going to get it. I also, I, I've eliminated Adam Driver because he's not going to win. No. There's just no way. There's no momentum behind that. And he was hardly the best thing about that movie. Yeah, he was good. He was good. But, but then I would be okay with it if he accepted the award dresses Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. So yeah. yeah. And then with Mahershala Ali and Sam Rockwell, those are the past two winners. Oh. I just don't think they're going to. Sam get Rockwell won last year for what? For um. Oh, the the, the, the signs and L- yeah yeah yeah. Oh, did he? Wow. Yeah. Right, oh yeah. And well, then Mahershala yeah. was right by, behind him with. Uh, so it's be- it's between the two right. oldest so oldest dudes. I'm pretty sure it is, and and I think you're right. I think Sam Elliott might take it, but just to kind of have some fun and also you know we didn't we tend to tie on these things a lot. So we do. Yeah. I, it's nice when we have a category we disagree. So I'm going to take yeah. Richard E. Grant. I was going to say it's getting a little too lovey dovey in here. You guys only start like throwing some fisticuffs. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we should start punching each other, according to Tom. Well, no, she should start punching you. That's okay, really all it. I'm asking for. Aim for the middle, right here. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't have a horse in this race, so I was going to ask you. I mean, if you if you were to pick the winner, just just you alone, what would you pick? I, Who would you? You pick? know, honestly, I like all five of them as actors. They, they, their mm-hmm. body works are are really strong. I mean, Adam Driver is probably the youngest of the group, but he's yeah. he's got a pretty pretty good background too. Um, Yes, like Sam Rockwell is one of my top two favorite actors of all time. Yeah, Rockwell's and incredible. He did, I mean, he was an amazing W. It was he was, but but he wasn't really in it a lot. No. And I know it's supporting, but still, yeah. Uh, I think, well, I, I think Casey makes a great point for with uh, Richard E. Grant because uh, you know this is going to be the one we'll watch. This, this might be the this might be mm-hmm. interesting. I but, think, but I, this is, I mean, this is one of those categories. I don't think I'd be mad if any of these guys walked away with it. Yeah, yeah. There isn't one of those. Where you're just like, oh, I can't believe, you know. Yeah. I can't believe Mira well, Servino got nominated. Let's get to supporting won. actress, and we'll I'll talk about who I definitely don't fucking want. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, let's do it. All right, actress in a supporting role. You have Amy Adams, who I know Jeff loathes. Worst actor. <laughs> uh, that's alive for her right performance now. in Vice. Uh, Mira Di Trevina. Tar- I'm sorry. Uh, Tavira. T- Tavira for Roma. Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk. Emma Stone in The Favorite, and Rachel Vice in The Favorite. So this is another one where I think it's between two. And I, I could hate on Amy Adams all day long. <laughs> and, and I could just hear your listeners, oh, but I like the movies she's in. That's not what I'm saying. She's She is in good movies. She is not a good actor. But I think this category comes down to uh, Regina King or Marina de Tavira. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. 
Wow, because I have it down to two, and it is not, uh, wow. not those two. Oh, good. I love yeah. it when we do. Yeah, because like I say, we tie a lot most years. So. Yeah. My, my initial thinking, and again, I'm the, I'm the guy who doesn't know anything, but my initial thinking, I'm, I actually am John Jeff's side with this one. Because? Uh, because I think Ra- uh, MSN and Rachel Feist eat each other. They, they cancel each other out. I believe you're right. And, yeah. and, and, and the only only person in that movie that the voters really care about is Coleman mm-hmm. and Best Actress. So uh, I don't I don't I'm not sure she's going to win. But yeah, I, I agree. It, Stop spoiling things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz are are kind of the. I don't know. It's just if if you if we didn't see it just two days ago and it was a month later, I'd probably be like, now who was in that movie? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. what? You, but do you think it's between them? I I cr- crossed out. Um, Marina, I crossed out Amy Adams. There's no way she's winning it. Um, I do think Regina King has a shot, but this is another one where I, I feel like I'm kind of giving away something. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, th- I think the favorite needs a win in a major category, and I think it's. I think Emma Stone's name mm. has enough at this point, having been nominated in so many nominated movies, that it's sort of it's almost an Amy Adams where the voters like, oh, Emma Stone, she deserves this that. This is the year. They haven't seen it. That's yet. what worries me about Vice and Amy Adams, because that woman does not deserve an Oscar, period. Yeah. And yet she's been nominated so many times, <laughs> and like maybe this is the year. Uh, but I think I think Beale Street, if it gets any major, it's the same thing. I feel like if Beale Street's going to get a major award, it's going to be this one. It, it's that's another movie where, like First Man, where I thought for sure we'd be watching that movie for for a nomination for Best Picture. Yeah, um, we even got our hands so, on a screener for that. Yeah, and so it. Uh, <laughs> but no, we didn't need it. No, so that that could be where where that movie does get a, yeah. a little handout. It's a tough it's a tough category, I guess. Now that we've talked it out, but I I, I have a hard time imagining Emma Stone. So what is she, 29, 27? I, I know that's not a major factor, but I'm like... Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence won twice in a row. I know, I know. I it, just... And, oh, also, um, the, the the woman from Roma, mm-hmm. I feel like the actors love a no-name. That's... Right? That was something I wondered about, too. Like, can, could, could she be, like, the super dark horse candidate that mm-hmm. just comes out of nowhere because everyone's just blown away with her first-time performance? I, yeah. I guess, I guess I could see that one going... For Roma, much more than I mean, obviously, Best Actress isn't going to go for uh, uh, Yalitza Apricio. Apricio. Um, Apricio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't even realize that another actress had been nominated from Roma until mm. I did this today. Well, so. my ballot says Roman. I was thinking, is that a different movie? Oh my god! This no, thing I printed up has got so many typos in it. <laughs> I'm having like the worst time trying to read it. <laughs> No, I know the the main actress definitely was nominated. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, this actually out of all the categories, um, besides the one the the shorts that I haven't seen that as the category, I really have no idea which way that goes. But you, but you're leaning Emma Stone. I'm going to say Emma Stone, just okay. banking on familiarity of the Academy. And when Casey makes her pick, it's Money in the Bank. So. <laughs> You guys get ready. No. Put get the money. Put the children's <laughs> college fun on the line. That's right. Bet the mortgage, baby. That's you know, what we do on this podcast. You know what yeah. I love about this time of year? This and college basketball are so similar because yeah. it's it's categories like this. You're kind of like when you're looking at your brackets in another yeah. month. You're like, the upset's going to be somewhere. Exactly. Which one's it going to be? Yeah, yeah. Where's that number sixteen seat coming yeah. in? Yeah. Maybe Roma's going to take that one. Yeah. But maybe Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. Nope. 
Well, I was thinking of moving to that leaves the director. Major. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, usually, it's it's. I mean, I'm trying to think historically. Is it seems so often the best picture and best director are the same movie. That's why I want to put a little space between them, just okay. in case there's a little crossover. Do you, do you guys think it's going to go that way this year? I don't. Okay. Personally. Well, we need to talk about the snub. Bradley Cooper, director of Star is Born. Well, let, let, me, let me name off our nominees. Okay. We, got, we have Spike Lee for Black Klansman. Pavel Pav, pa, Pawlikowski um, uh-huh. for Cold War. Cold War. Yargos Lanthimos, maybe, yep. <laughs> for The Favorite. So. Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. And Adam McKay for Vice. I would hey. love to see Adam McKay take this. Yeah, that would be cool. He's obviously a formidable director who's making movies like no one else. But I don't think he's in the favor of the Academy. Mm-mm-mm. He's too irreverent, you know. Yeah, yeah he, he, for sure. He did Anchorman, for God's sake. Yeah, what's that? He made Anchorman, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he does have the comedy background, which, mm-hmm. you know, he's it's, breaking through, but it it's takes a It's a handicap, while. yeah. By the way, what a cool category in terms of, you know, there's three directors who are not American and then there's there's Spike Lee, and then you know there's the the token white guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, not to say you know the others aren't white. Yeah. They're not white, but it's just it's like white just American. looking at these names, like wow, that's a very director. These yeah, know, like it's really cool. Uh, anyway. Well, and you mentioned this category as being a snub for for Bradley Cooper, uh, but I have my own snub for this category, which is I think it's a shame Ryan Coogler didn't get nominated for Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah, and he, and he, he also they, again they also kind of snubbed him for the the screenwriting category. Well, but here's the other thing though, Ryan has Coogler ever been nominated for anything? It's like his third movie. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying is this ain't Cooper's third movie. He's been around, and that's that's why you would expect yeah. him to be on this list over. But Coogler. it is his first directing. He didn't direct American Sniper. No. Oh, Clint Eastwood directed mm-hmm. that. Yeah, this piece is his of first shit. time directing. <laughs> Uh, Did not like that movie. Uh, I don't uh, think I trust Cooper's taste most of the time. I was good. I mean, I'm surprised *A Star Is Born* was as good as it was. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. But *American Sniper* was poorly written. Uh, um, and then he he works with uh, David E. Russell a lot, or David O. Russell a lot, who's awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't like that guy's whole deal. But I seem to like. I mean, he's Rocket. <laughs> you know, Bradley Cooper's great. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what to make of him, but. Uh, And I'm not bringing up the snub because I think he should be nominated or even win, especially. But it's worth noting that a movie, it's, I mean, that's a popular pick. It's Mm -hmm. been nominated a bunch of times here. And it's nominated for Best Picture, and yet he's not getting the uh, Kevin Costner treatment. Yeah, yeah. It was just pretty shocking that he he wasn't on that list. Well, who's definitely not going to win this, Dexter? Adam McKay. (laughs) I think she's correct on that. Yeah. Uh, are we looking at a dark horse here? Because I have Alfonso. I feel like that's kind of this. That's I don't really know if he deserves it or not, but that's safe money. I feel like you're right. That is, that's definitely safe money. I'm. Ugh, I, I'm. You going Yorgos? I've got my momentum. I think this is. Uh, you're basically going for a sweep with the favorite here. Like that's not gonna quite clean a sweep. up. Not quite a sweep. Not quite, but he's going to do well according to according to Casey. I, I think it will be. If it takes, I think it'll come out with having won the most. If it takes though, director, it'll be it'll be a big deal. See, the thing is, the past few years, director and best picture have not. They gone do not together. necessarily. Yeah, it's they more have like, been a cons- like a consolation prize. Yes, uh, and yeah. then people have been splitting the difference, mm-hmm. huh? Okay. So I'm I'm banking on that happening again. Okay, I think she might be onto something with that one. Black Klansman. 
was uh, I mean I, I think Spike Lee he's kind of making movies half half awake these days, but this one he seems it's it's a it's a more realized tale and in, in, in execution and in writing. The the very very end, which again I won't say, was so powerful. It was a commentary, that, more a commentary at the end on, um, on modern times. Mm. It was mm-hmm. pretty incredible. So it I, was. I yeah, the movie kind of saved itself for me by mm-hmm. uh, with the commentary at the end. Yeah. What's your favorite Spike Lee movie? Because I forget a lot of them. Do you guys have one? I uh, I mean I think the one I go to first is do do, do the, right. the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Me too. it's a good movie, right? Yeah. It really is. All right, let's move on. All right. <laughs> Two. Did we settle who we're picking there? You, you got Yorgos, and Jeff I has... Uh, I have has Alfonso. Come on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you say who you would go for? I, I don't feel confident enough to speak on any of them. I, I, what I if you had to for put... nostalgia, I would pick Spike just because it's Spike. Okay. Like, why not at this point in his career? Yeah. 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 I'm trying to remember if, if he's ever won anything big before. Did he win for Malcolm X? For I don't instance? think so. I don't think... Yeah. See, that's another one where it could be yeah. the Academy saying, "Oh, he deserves something by now." Right, and Spike's um, one of those guys that'll that'll let you know. I think I think Spike's gonna walk out of there with something. I just don't really? know if he'll be director or for the screenwriting category, perhaps. Yeah. See, if he gets yeah. screenwriting, he, that's it. He He's not getting director. anything. Right. Else. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and so yeah, we'll know pretty early. Okay. All right, but let's get uh, let's get on to on to those 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 sexy leading men. All right. Uh, we have Christian Bale and Vice, who looked very sexy. <laughs> uh, Bradley Cooper, first Star is Born. Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate, not for Aquaman. Uh, no. Randy Malik for uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, and uh, our, our good friend Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. There's, this, sorry, this is my lock category. There the is no category more stacked than this one this year. Um, I, I would, I think Bradley Cooper w- really should walk away with this any other year, but this year we got Rami Malik to contend with. We have Christian Bale. We have Vigo, and and. I loved all those performances. I can't speak for Defoe's, but I think Rami's walking away with it. Oh, I I would, I'll eat my sock if Rami Malek. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. You heard it here, folks. Because one Bohemian's not getting anything except this. Exactly. So is he getting this? Yeah. Oh, you mean any nominations? Oh, you'll eat your sock if he doesn't get it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. This no, is your lot. I thought you were saying you. No. <laughs> I thought you were saying there's no way. This is yeah. I would bet the bank on this one. There's no way anyone else is taking this away from him. Bradley, he was, both men made me cry. Yeah. Bradley and Rami. I, I was really surprised at how, how great Bradley Cooper was um, in in that movie. But It gives it, it makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up thinking about two particular scenes from A Star is Born that didn't even involve Lady Gaga. It was just mm-hmm. one which he, he talked to Sam Elliott who played his brother mm-hmm. who it just gives me chills and then when he broke down crying in another scene, and yeah. it was so believable. It was just palpable. Yeah, he did a great, great job. Yeah. But. But. But Rami Freddie Malik Mercury. was Freddie Mercury. <laughs> yeah. Like he, if they didn't have him, they would not have a movie. Um, it's true. Uh, I mean, it's just incredible what he did. Did you see that one, Tom? Nope. Okay. Oh, uh, you. It is on the short list for what maybe coming up soon at the house. Yeah. I think it, it certainly could have been a better movie. Yeah, I think they took a, a lot of liberties. Mm-hmm. But again, they did something really interesting with a framing of, of the story that leaves you uh, at the end just like thinking, holy crap, I, that was a fantastic 
Are you talking about the the, the festival, how it began and, yeah. and ended with the festival? I guess festival? that's not really a spoiler. No. It's, sort of, well, it's also similar to, say, Walk the Line. I think they did the same true. thing. They, well, although I feel like Walk the Line didn't end there. It didn't end in the prison at Folsom? I feel like it continued after that, didn't oh, it? I think it did, yeah. Did it? I think so. It's been a while since I've seen it. I feel like that was okay. a really weird thing, because it felt like it should be bookended, ended. and then it just kept going. What about in Dewey but, Cox? I never saw it. <laughs> I never saw Dewey Cox either. <laughs> oh, it's should great. You really should watch it. It's fantastic. <laughs> Honey, we can pull ourselves away from the office. No, you can't. There's no way. We just, uh, John C. Riley, come on. You know, yesterday was an emotional day because we, Ryan, or Ryan, Bradley Cooper got us, and then we watched the episode where Michael Scott, Scott. leaves the office. Oh, God, we were so we're just, just decimated. all day, yeah. It mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is sad. I guess we're both pregnant. <laughs> all right, are we on to actress now? Sure. Yeah. All right, Yelitsa Apricio for Roma, Glenn Close, The Wife, Olivia Coleman, The Favorite, Lady Gaga, Starsborn. And Melissa, Melissa, Melissa McCarthy, can you ever forgive me? Good job. I'll forgive you for for flooding that. <laughs> Too many M's. Um, this is a hard category too. Why? Uh, because I believe the there are three women here who all have um, momentum. One less than Lady Gaga, not so much. But but there's Melissa McCarthy's not going to get this. Um, no. I think Yulitsa is a pretty uh, uh, long, mm-hmm. a long shot for sure. But especially since Roba doesn't have anyone in actor, best actor, mm-hmm. and if they take a, take home best picture, that this would. Although a lot of times the actor and actress don't don't they're not connected, are no, they? A lot of times no. they're very separate. So yeah. forget what I said. Um, I think Olivia Coleman has the momentum. Mm-hmm. I think Glenn Close has the prestige mm-hmm. and the years and the. This is a, that lifetime achievement that's, thing that we're that's talking about. That's my pick. Yeah. Glenn Close is my pick. She's my pick too. I, I, I again, I haven't seen these films, but I think she's my pick as well for that for that same reasons yeah. you guys just mentioned. Yeah. I love Olivia Coleman. I think she's brilliant, but I haven't she's seen good. this in film. She's good in that. She's the best she's thing about fantastic. that movie. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She is. She's, but, she's uh, fantastic. I can't wait to see her in the. Uh, she's doing the Crown now. She's going to be the mm. the Queen Elizabeth and the new season of that. Really. She played Queen Anne. Yeah. Yeah. She's huh. so she has the lineage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah. royal blood flows through her veins. She uh, she played a really good inbred royal. Yeah. <laughs> the favorite. Yeah. Don't they all? Uh, yeah, I think like you said, Olivia Coleman, she won the Golden Globe, but that doesn't mean anything. These is the Golden or yeah, Golden Globe, right? Didn't you just tell me she did name? win? I was trying to think. Did she was she a different category than Glenn Close though? I don't know. I think she was comedy. I think Glenn Close won for Yeah, drama. which is always the weird thing about the Golden Globes to me. is like oh, they, yeah. you can lump these things out yeah. and give out more hardware. So I way. don't think we know, but Golden Globes, they both won that night. I know it's important. Sure. It's important to the economics of Hollywood, but I'm like, I don't know why we care what the foreign press thinks. But we do. Yeah, it's such <laughs> a know? weird thing. Other than the, the actors drink at that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, yeah, that is the fun yeah. one where they, they get a little sloshy. You know, I, I, I don't see... Again, Hollywood likes a newbie, and Yalitza's brand new to acting, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the only other outcome. I don't see I think Olivia, it's, a wild, it's a total wild card. Especially being that Olivia Coleman just got a Golden Globe. I feel like people could just, well, well let's get, let's vote for someone else. I think up until the Golden Globes, it was between Lady Gaga and mm. Glenn Close. But I also feel like maybe Lady Gaga just created all that hype for herself. I mean, she has just been... She has just been Ms. PR for really? this movie, and you know she has that speech about 
a hundred people and blah 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 and she got Bradley Cooper to go to Vegas to sing Shallow with her on mm-hmm. stage and like she's not very good in the movie by the way she really isn't no no she's I mean she's serviceable yeah but she's certainly not awards worthy no. when, when the camera's on her will she be displaying her poker face <laughs> You know what's the funniest part about that movie is there's there's a there's a part in the second act where her character stop me if I'm spoiling because I never know where her character goes on a, on a, a successful pop run you know she sort of met well I won't even go into the, but she does this thing where she goes from like an Americana rock and roll thing on stage with with Bradley Cooper's character and now she's doing like you know these really asinine lyrics why you gotta what was it. Why you gotta wear those tight jeans and shake? What, why you gotta, why you gotta dance wear, like that? Yeah, or something. Yeah. So really, really asinine, you know, juvenile lyrics, and uh, and I was like, well, she, she probably felt right at home. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I wondered, I wondered if maybe she read the script and didn't see the subtext and thought, well, good, that's that's what she she should do. Yeah. You know, when really, if you're watching that movie, most people are gonna go, ugh, well, that's a step in the wrong direction. Yeah. You know. So I wonder if she even has the self awareness to even understand her own movie. Sometimes, you know. Oh, I'm sure she is. I think she's a pretty savvy person. Just because you're PR savvy doesn't mean... I don't, I don't mean, know. PC, I don't know. I think she's... Give her some credit. Come on, man. Well, she's not winning. <laughs> yeah, I really don't so, think she's going to Although, I will admit, it's not completely off, off the, out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Yeah. I think she has a better shot than Yulitsa would. I guess that's true. Um, I think if Roma's going to get any love, it would be like, like you had director... Um, Okay. Or, or in the best picture category, but I don't, I just don't see, especially because, you know, the aroma's not in English, so, mm-hmm. you well, know, the, the Academy has to try to understand, you know. Well, I also wonder if there'll be more of a backlash against Netflix in general from the Academy with this film. Uh-huh. I mean, there's more people working for other studios. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as much as Alfonso is, is, is beloved... By mm-hmm. by people like the Academy. I mean, he's do, the Netflix kind of goes against the grain, and I don't know if yeah. the Academy's going to reward that or not this year. And that's another thing to take into account. Are we moving on to Best, best Picture? Because yeah, Alfonso has, has, has won his more than his share of Oscars sure, at this point. Sure. And I could see that being a backlash as well. Yeah. yeah so it, 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 it's, it's interesting. I mean, there's so many new factors that the Academy has to deal with. It's. Netflix is an interesting consequence and repercussion. We'll see what happens mm-hmm. here. Like Netflix is trying to like legitimize themselves, and you know the Academy is very slow to change. It, yeah. They are, yeah, yeah, very slow. All right, let's move on. Where's the big one? The yep. big one. All right, everyone, get, everyone, get your, is, your fancy cocktails ready. It is a crapshoot. This is a wild one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we have in alphabetical order. It looks like uh, Black Panther, mm-hmm. Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorites, Green Book. Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. How many of these have you seen, Tom? That would be one. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's more than most categories have for me. Even without seeing the others, do you think Black Panther deserves to win this? Is it that good? I think it is that good, but I don't have a basis of comparison against the other films. Only what I've heard from from you know friends in, in uh, like the movie podcast that, that I listen to that review films. And like, there's a lot of movies on here that I think I'm going to watch and I think I'm going to enjoy, but Black Panther was something else to me. But I, I, I am, I am, the fanboy. Like, there's no, there's yeah. no, I'm not up here, elevated, looking down on the world. My, well, I do have my Cindy glasses on, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, it, the Black Panther movie checks off so many boxes for me for enjoyment, quality, script, filming, the the look of it, the acting's fantastic. Um, 
it's it's a shame that uh, Michael B. Jordan did, did, didn't get a Best Supporting Actor nomination. I think because uh, he was just, just killer like in this him. movie. I don't know why I don't like him. He's too real for you. I, I honestly think maybe that's true. Like there's because his character is so so hard to swallow in that movie that I'm I'm almost like. Like, I, maybe his acting is that good. <laughs> you know, or just, well, I don't like that guy. Was that the best Marvel movie of the, of the year, at least? I mean, probably from, like, an artistic perspective, but, I good mean... Go to Spider-Verse? For pure enjoyment levels, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, actually, I honestly I still give the nod to Avengers just because it was a culmination of everything I've yeah. been yeah. wanting. Yeah. So I, I give that probably the nod because it was... It was pretty great. It was just... Yeah, it was... Yeah. Oh, man. I don't want okay. to. Don't, I don't want to go down to, like that Avengers road just at the moment. I don't want. I don't want to detract from the other nominees and stuff like that. But yeah, Black Panther's a film I saw, and like, I'm going to be the homer and root for the home team because that's my home team, Marvel. How do you guys think? Sorry, I'm taking over your show, Tom. But I really do. Oh, want to don't know worry, this. I'll let all of you out. Don't worry. It's just going to be me and Casey after we're done. <laughs> I really do want to know this. Uh, now, Chris, I'm forgetting my question. I was going to ask you because I don't know the answer to this case. Mm-hmm. Which one of these movies is your favorite? Not which one is going to win. Yeah, I I have, I have two. Ty? I don't, no. I think in terms of what I enjoyed the most, my favorite out of this category would be Black Panther. Um, It is odd that usually I'll have a, uh, a movie that I think should win Best Picture. That's my favorite. I can kind of root for it. With Black Panther... I enjoyed it the most. I'm a huge Marvel fan. I don't... I was just looking... I, I keep a book where after I see a movie, I'll write down a couple notes I was on going it. to talk about your book because yeah. I, I love this. It's amazing. You have like the little the movie stubs taped there and your yeah. notes and everything. It's yeah. wonderful. And, like, and on the cover... Yeah, it's the handbook for the recently deceased yes, from Beetlejuice. Yes, for me a few years back. That's wonderful. And it's um, blank on the inside. So she's been... How long have you been putting your stubs in there, huh? Uh, since... Star Wars? December 15th. Since episode, episode seven, since the Force Awakens, yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, and I gave Black Panther a B minus. Mm-hmm. I thought so much of it was so cool. Um, I loved the celebration of Black culture and uh, you know the, the colonizers and um, and all of the tradition, the secret um, technology. Yeah, it was all yeah. really cool. The strong women was fantastic. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. Um, the but, Kingsguard, yeah, yeah. 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 But at the end of the day, it, to me, it felt like, the, at the core, it was sort of a mid-level Doctor Strange oh. plot. Shots Marvel fired. Uh, see, I, I'm kind of with her here because I want to see what the sequel... Uh, to me, the sequel, I've got all my hopes on that one. Yeah. Because like, so much of this felt cursory. Like, you know, it, it was like, well, we're establishing a lot of... So yeah. much of this character with this movie, and it was flawlessly done... And I would yeah. still call I would call it a B B plus probably because yeah. you know we we obviously we saw the the origin origin mm-hmm. you know, moments f- in yeah. in a civil war but right. but yeah there was a lot of kind of backstory and character establishment and here's all the tribes and and you had to Too spend mu- so much um, learning about everyone in yeah. there that that's a lot of world building itself, too much wrestling. <laughs> There's so much hand to hand, you know, high stakes um, combat. <laughs> but yeah, the the plot itself was was a pretty A to B to C to D. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot like Thor, right? Yeah, yeah. In a way. So so it's odd for me this year to be like I lo- I really enjoyed that movie. I've got a soft spot for it, but 
I don't think it deserves the Oscar. And here's what I would ask both of you. How do you suppose the Academy regards this? Oh, I feel like they don't regard it at all. Well, they have regarded <laughs> it, though. They've nominated it. But, I mean, are they saying, well, that's enough? I feel like they're, oh, th- yeah. they're throwing a bone to the people. Yeah, Absolutely. they're not voting for this movie, right? Yeah. Like, we were going to have a popular category, but we're not going to do that anymore. So right. we'll, we'll put your movie on here. Is you. that your impression? Yes. That's <laughs> exactly what they sound like. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm an Academy voter. Sounds a lot like one of our dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and just um, to go back to, go to your point, back to your point real quick before we actually get to, get to who we think is going to yeah, win yeah. the category instead of who we know is going to lose. Look at us. We're just like, oh, there's a Marvel thing we can talk about. Drum roll. Really oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't quite think it's a, a Black Panther's quite as A to B to C to D to E to F as, <laughs> as many think it is. I, I think what's cool about the movie to me is, is that the villain changes the hero at the end of the film. You know, when, when, mm-hmm. when Wakanda decides to reveal itself and, and, and T'Challa learns to, you know, that, like, the tradition that his, his father's had needs to change. Like, things need to change. And I, I think that's great. I love Still that. sounds vaguely Thorish. Does it? Yeah, or, Doesn't it? Or look at, you know, there's but does, Wonder Woman. What, what, is the, what uh, villain makes Thor change? Like, what, what drives Thor to change other than the fact that he loses his power for about 24 hours? Yeah, that's <laughs> it's more of, humi- of a humility thing. Yeah, I suppose. Well, but I guess Black Panther, you could say the same thing. He's... It, there's some humility built in through that experience, right? We're all looking for Casey. Yeah. Tell us the truth, yeah. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Who's right? Um, I think I don't think there's a right or wrong. I just you see, I, I, I just take what I get out of it. I, yeah, I I think it was it was great that Killmonger had a true perspective. Mm-hmm. He was a, a real person with, you, you know, that 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 he was um, made so that all of his points were completely valid yeah. and that it really is just a question of do you lean towards you know Billy. more empathy or do you yeah. lean toward more towards revenge mm-hmm. um, and anger and so that is really powerful and it is really amazing and and you know his death is a uh, spoiler spoiler but <laughs> I think it's been long enough um, is I just read that was like that line that he says about yeah. about jumping in the water um Burying me in the water like my ancestors. Um, that that was was from the first read through. That was the one of the only lines where the the director thought, "Oh, they're gonna want me to cut that." And that Marvel was like, "No, that is the line that has oh, to stay." Wow. That is. So I don't even powerful. remember that line. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we read the same article. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. I remember. Yeah. I just read this too. Huh. Um, but in the end, it still is. And it's sort of a new trend where you get you get the Michael Keaton who's more empathetic. I was just going to bring that up. Villains who have more of, you know, the, the 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 idea is that every character thinks that they're the hero of their own movie. Yeah. So we're getting to see a little more development where characters do have more than just I'm bad. Right. Three um, D instead of two D. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think but, that's also what's going to ultimately prevent this film from winning is that it has or it has a villain and that's the kind of movie that doesn't seem to win Academy Awards yeah unless your yeah. villain happens to be like a, like a Nazis or something like that <laughs> I was gonna say Green Book <laughs> yeah. has racism yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah some kind of social issue has to be like the yeah. villain yeah well and, eh. and you know I mean like there's a place for that don't get me wrong and you were saying and, but in this case yeah you know, this social issue kind of was the villain <laughs> still that is you know it was about about what slavery and and oppression and and uh, okay, but you were saying, saying you had two favorites. What were they? Vice Black, is my other. Vice and Black Panther. Yeah, okay. but uh, Vice isn't going to win either. Tom, who's going to win? <laughs> I feel like Vice is a is a long shot. Yeah, it is. 
that's that's what I want to win. Mm -hmm. I really like that. I really liked Green Book. I still say the smart money's on Roma. Occasionally, the Academy goes on this art house kick, where they they like you know did the artist win that year? It did. Mm -hmm. So the black and white film does win sometimes. <laughs> no, uh, I, 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 you definitely have a, have a. I think you have good, good Betty nods with yeah. that pick. I just don't know how they they want to react to Netflix right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to embrace Netflix or keep pushing it away. Well, then let's let's assume I'm wrong. What's the obvious answer? I think it's down to. I think it's between the favorite and a star is born. I, I think, think a star right. is born gets it because they've okay. given the favorite so many others. In my, in my uh, yeah. hypothetical, I hadn't even. This might also be a thing too, where where, where Gaga and Cooper lose yeah. actor and actress, and then you get this. Mm -hmm. I hadn't even thought about the politics of Netflix when I picked Roma. I'm feeling kind of stupid. Yeah. Because you're right. There's no way they're giving Netflix a Best Picture trophy. I don't. Trophy I don't th yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't think so either. You can't change it. Ballot's been cast. It's mailed off. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, the best part is, is we have our we have our oldest fill out a ballot too, and he's most time he's seen none of them, yeah. and it's just fun to see him like get one where we didn't where we'll, he'll be like. Boom! You don't know shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, we would we would watch it. Um, you know, we got, and it, more often than not, it was a movie I didn't know, didn't want to watch because it, it was way too adult for me or whatever. Yeah. And I would just if it had like old timey costumes, I was like, that's the one. And yeah. It would win. It was like old timey <laughs> costumes. So in my brain, yeah. I'm still like, the favorite's gonna win a bunch of things because they still like old timey costumes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a way. Yeah. I could see the favorite walking away with it. Certainly. I mean, like you know, having the most awards of the night. Mm-hmm. Certainly is possible. Yeah, it's a weird movie. It's it's probably. I wouldn't say everyone should go out and see it because no. it's not terribly enjoyable. But there are some funny moments right. which you would never expect from a period. But it's also piece. it's also extremely British, and I think some people are not really into that. And I can understand and it, you that. You know, it's another. Queen movie. Yeah, it's another <laughs> thing about how not up Queen the movie. band, actual Queen. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. not Queen the band. Yeah. Yeah. But it's yet another, you know, there's a royalty movie where look at how crazy these inbred royals are <laughs> and the people trying to, you know, get power within their court. And it's, yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, it's like a whole bunch of other movies. Um, you know, it, it's... A it, whole bunch of other movies that have gotten Oscar love. Mm. Yeah. True. Yeah. But, yeah, my... my uh, my money would be on a star is born. All right. Any any closing thoughts for the for the for the Academy Awards you guys want to share? <laughs> Green Book's a good movie. People should see it. Eh, it's all right. <laughs> it's a good it's enough movie. It's predictable. Well, Driving Miss Daisy won Best Picture its year, and it's better than that one. So. I'll, I'll go with that premise. Uh -huh. Fair enough. <laughs> Thanks for having us, Tom. Jeff, plug yeah. your podcast. Uh, my podcast is called The Ringing Ear. Uh, if you made it to this point in this show, you deserve to, to hear something as good, I guess. Is, we did see it? Yeah, we saw three. Okay. My, I don't remember. My podcast is called The Ringing Ear. If you are a music fan or a middle-aged person who used to like music, you should tune in. Uh, you can find us at the, at the Ringing Ear on most social media platforms. You can hit me up at Jeff Nail, N-A-L-E, and at KillBoringMusic.com. Casey, anything? Not really. Don't, stop, don't follow her on social media, you perverts. Yeah. Yeah, I just kind of... 
retweet on Twitter. I'm not really a... Yeah. She's a lurker. Yeah. I gotcha. All right. Um, I'm Tom. Uh, you can follow the show at uh, Tom... At the TomCast underscore you podcast. You raised your hand. I did. That's the best That's part. I'm Tom. <laughs> In case you forgot. <laughs> and on the Instagrams as well. Uh, and let's close it out. And uh, hey, t- tweet. Tweet it. Tweet at me and Jeff about your, your your Academy Award picks. Tell us why we're wrong. Tell us why. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And then Jeff's going to get into a big Twitter fight with you. No. I just probably, like he did with uh, that one celebrity guy. I'd probably... John uh, Cusack hates you on Twitter. Uh, that's right. I t- well, yeah, if you are if you have poor grammar and punctuation, I'm going to call, call your shit out. Uh, yeah. No, honestly, if people called me out, I'd probably be like, you're right, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my podcast. Yeah. That's what I do. I'll change. Do. I've changed. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap it up, and we will talk to you guys soon. Enjoy the Academy Awards. And, or, or don't, and uh, besmirch them like I might. <laughs> Bye for now. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year! We're the Stanley Cup champions!